I get to do some catching up on things and stuff. I work in a rest home and I'm a guy who does the laundry. So I see more I see more shit in the toilet. And that's the truth. Oh heard that. I used to work at Target and people used to come in there and shit on the floor, shit on the walls, like smear it all over the walls and stuff like that. And I was like, y'all don't pay me enough to clean this. Y'all said I was a guest service attendant. I'm serving the guests, not these bathrooms. I swear. And people don't realize how many of us do have nine to fives, people. Yes, it it, it helps. I, I agree. I think um, my nine to five has been keeping me afloat, especially uh, during the pandemic. I don't know how anybody was being able to get their freak on when everybody was catching COVID and dying left and right. I was a little nervous. Shit, man. They, they, they found a way. It didn't stop. It didn't stop the damn porn stars. Them More power to you. <laughs> I wasn't moving out this motherfucking shit. Sure wasn't. The only time you saw me outside was when I was at work, because I used to work Instacart during that time, and I used to be in the store for like an hour, and I catch like two hundred dollars out for the day. Oh my goodness! You know why I hear I ain't got no car? I damn should be doing the the Uberings and all that shit. I, that's, exactly, that's exactly what I do is a lot of gig work um, because I also do college uh, when I'm not skipping around and. Uh, getting in trouble but <laughs> so it kind of works around my schedule to be able to do all this geek stuff like DoorDash and um, Instacart and what's another gig that I do I do brand ambassador work currently so like that is my technical nine to five but it's not it's technically gig work because I have to get booked for it oh my god so and, and how it feels to be a brand ambassador um it's actually fun I get to meet all different types of people um, a lot of them trying to get me into multi-marketing level companies, and I'm like, yeah, I've been there, done that. Um, I'm moving on to different things this year. We're not trying to get sucked to, uh, what was it, the name of the company? Amscot? Y'all yeah. Know, anybody who's trying to push Amscot on you, don't, don't do it. <laughs> Almost definitely. So with that being said, hello, smokers, and hello. welcome to the Smokers Lounge. Yeah. And my name is Kevin Officer Summit Champ. Y'all know who I am. You can find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Let me tell you about four wonderful sponsors that we got. The first one being the Facebook and Ellis community, ellisworld.com. Next up, the highest adult magazine in the game, racismmagazine.com. Plus, for you content creators, 90% profit with no hashtag issues. And for you consumers, a new place for you consume your AAA's content excitebunny.com and last but not least award-winning award nominated we're talking about smut with voiceover and they even have a virtual reality side of their website i'm talking about blush erotica.com also we're proud member of the gw district black podcast network so go over to shop gwdistrict.com and get some shopping done why don't you and also Go to FullySwapRadio.com and check me out five days a week in the morning as I chop it up with the industry's brightest as we give you that real smoke about the industry. You feel me? And also check me out on SkyHoeAfterDarkTV.com as well as the B the BGP LLC app. As you can see, I have a long-winded, you know, promo session. So with that being said, I'm going to shut up and let this gorgeous, sexy, 
Mamacita, who has, I, I swear, I really, really, really dig and like introduce her sexy self as she rolls up her, her, her weed. <laughs> hey, y'all doing? This is Roxy the Succubus, for those of you guys who are new or just listening in, um, or Roxy for short. How y'all doing? Most definitely. So, yes, people, let me tell you what caught my attention with her, right? See, the smoker's no damn a geek. So, the fact that she did a Gwen fighter woman. I want to do Gwen Stacy. Yes. Yes. Red Stacy seen out this piece was hot. Let's talk about that first before we even move into forward. Okay. How did y'all come up with that? Where have you? Who did you work with? Tell us about it. So um I decided to do a Spider-Man scene. This is possibly before the trailer to the Spider-Verse came out. So this was last year when it dropped, and I caught a glimpse of it, and I was like, wouldn't it be dope to, like, one of my other nerd friends to be like, let's just create a scene where, like, we're doing Gwen Stacy and Miles Morales, pretty much, because uh, I think that's the one that they're using this uh, Spider-Verse is his uh, perception into the multiverse. And him thinking that he's the only Spider-Man. So um, basically, there's a scene in there that, like, when they were giving you like the preview to it uh was that like scene where he comes in the, well she comes in the room she's like hey how you doing and like we yeah. were like to, you know jump off of that scene oh my goodness then she was hot too out of this piece she <laughs> I said, oh shit oh my goodness and um and and i like seeing you know, people do the cosplay shit. Um, cause I think people are called, we don't tap into it as we should. I feel like um, a lot of black artists don't give themselves a chance, especially trying to cosplay white um, mm-hmm. characters. Cause we get a lot of backlash where like, we're supposed to kind of just stay in our own lane. And I'm like, not one of those folks. Like I'll piss you oh, off no. because like, I love to piss you off. Just you watch whatever I'm watching, it's fun. Oh my God! I'm sorry. I always wanted to be Red Hood from 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 the Batman lore. This piece, Jason Todd, <laughs> any of that shit. I'm sorry. It's cause I, I mean, to me, it's another way of telling our story. You know, period. Plus, it's creative. Plus, it makes you stand out. You know, right. plus you tapping into um, the geekdom. They love porn just as much. You know, period. Whatever cosplay have you thought about doing? Um, I want to do more cosplay. Um, I was actually thinking about doing a scene in the future, like Batman and Catwoman, as it's a new thing with Gotham. Yes, and I definitely want to do Catwoman. Um, I was already thinking about how my costume would go so I can have my vagina mm-hmm. out and kind of make it look sexy with my ass out, my titties nah, out. Nah, like nah. Have it <laughs> ripping open. Have it ripping mm-hmm. open. Mm-hmm. Have it ripping mm-hmm. open. See, yeah, that's... Have... Yeah, but... nasty. Yeah, because no, nah, it, it like this. The aesthetics is better if like he have you bent over, he rips it open mm-hmm. to get to the pussy, what have you. And even yeah. with the photos off the strength of it, like you do a photo shoot with it not ripped. Mm-hmm. You do a photo shoot after y'all probably finish and make yourself up where it is ripped. You know what I'm saying? Especially you since you got such a nice ass. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, I've, I've done my research. <laughs> Yes. Um, 
I definitely wanted to um, get those good angles in. Um, throw it back for that the camera. I see that the that video actually did pretty well. Um, again, like I want to definitely shoot. Somebody also threw out like some. Uh, it was like, what is it? What's the name of that guy again? Damn. Um, see what happens when you get high. You can't really come yeah. and think all together what the heck this but it's like an 80s um, kind of like disco type of situation. Mm -hmm. um, so he kind of wants to bring that in. I Again, like I said, more cosplay in the future, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause, because because um, if you want to go there, Black Exploitation, Foxy Brown. Clear That's Patty what he Jones, was talking like about, yes. Oh, God. Yeah. Cause, I mean, because to me, it's like with porn, it enables us to actually... Be actors and actresses, act like we in Hollywood, you know, be on porn directors and stuff like that, you know. And I think it makes you stand out more than just we just fucking all the damn time. I feel like I like to push the envelope. Um, I told I haven't told my viewers that I've done like things like vomit play, um, and like straight weird pissing on shit, anything that's weird <laughs> on the internet anybody's into, like I. I have content on that that I haven't released, and I was like, look, I don't know how everybody's going to take it, especially because I'm part of the black community, and they're, like, we're frowned upon doing certain things on the camera, so, like, we we were, like, kind of thinking about it. Which <laughs> is crazy as fuck, because, like, like I love the look of black BDSM images. Right. Um, because it's, like, females, black females want to be choked and spanked and treated like sluts. <laughs> but I feel like because that there's so much a stigma that's tagged to being like slapped around and told that you're a slut and, and being degraded. Like women don't want to be like black women in general. Like I don't want to be degraded. I wanted my man to make me feel like a queen. But with me, I'm like, but I want that man to choke me and slap me and make me like drool for him and shit. Like is that weird? Like I don't like I'm. That doesn't happen for every woman. It's, it's not weird like, to me because I'm a dog, so <laughs> I'm in the lifestyle, so that's not weird to me. That's normal. That that's a plus, actually. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like I I like for my man to actually want me to be fucked and like watch yeah. him fuck, and that shit is big. It's I wanted to turn him on. So like, if it bothers you, and I realize that that seems to be an issue in the lifestyle, because again, that's where I started before I even started doing porn. Um was like having to do with the drama of this person sleeping with this person and you know I'm jealous because I'm watching you play with them and I don't know how you feel about them and all those feelings come up and I want the person who's with me that understands that like I'm still gonna ride with you mm. this is just something I'm doing yeah because people associate monogamy it's, it's mental not physical yeah right. you know that's just my theory on things so now, it's funny that she mentioned the perfect gateway to get into porn, the swinging lifestyle. With that being said, how did you break into this business? What got you into doing porn? Um, so I guess like a few years back, I met somebody who's like, she's kind of a call girl. And I met her through another friend that like was living with me at the time. And we both had daughters around the same age. And we just got to talking, and she's like, I have an extra nigga in the Bronx. I'm like, what the fuck you mean by you have an extra nigga in the Bronx? I have a dude that you could fuck on the side because he's near you. I lived in Yonkers at the time. And um, he was like, 
we get into it and like we kind of like talked and eventually he got me into the lifestyle so the dude was a i think he's a film artist or he films himself like regular shows on the side so he started just recording me as we were messing around and at these parties so i get a little wild at these parties because like i'll do like gang bangs or i'll do like girl on girl and i'll go crazy on it and he's like why don't you just shoot porn and i was like i don't think so i think it's stupid i think like you know i've never really been on camera before i'm a little goofy so like i don't really know what the hell i'm doing like you know, I'm always looking wild. I'm always looking messy. So, like, I don't know how aesthetically that's going to look for somebody else. And he's like, just try it. So I was like, all right. Um, I started trying it. And then, like, I started going to other swing parties where I met other people who just did it and did it like they had people who just did it on a regular. So I just started mm-hmm. shooting with them. And then I started getting introduced to people like Shoot Her and... Um, Kyle, a lot of people who were just like just cameramen in general and I just started just working with them and like from there like I just started getting booked so I was like all right let's take this seriously then let's start like (laughs) let's start actually fixing our wigs and um putting makeup on and not messing around for a couple hours and goofing around they can actually like plan out this uh shot so we don't you know if we go long periods where we like get messed around like we're messing around with our kid or you know I get in trouble at work or school or because sometimes I'm in arguments with my baby father I got you know I get distracted so like I've already have things lined up for the future so you know Mm -hmm. things are not constantly on a break so it's like this so um all right so your first shoots of course were they professional? Okay, your first shoots, the content shoots, were they professionally done or were they uh, just, y'all just worked the camera, cell phone, what have you? Um, or was you already getting in front of the camera with your content shoots before you even started doing your paid gigs? I just started like just doing random content and like feeling it out because I felt that I was awkward in front of the camera and I didn't even know what I was doing as a matter of fact the first like professional shoot I ever did I think I was supposed to just solo masturbate and I was staring at the lights because they were so goddamn bright and I'm like I don't know what the fuck you want me to do right now like I'm 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 supposed to masturbate to this I can't even like see Pat like what to do and he's just like you you look boring do something so I was like all right just started just like you know, playing around with myself, you know, yeah. doing things that I would make me squirt, you know, and he was like, that shit is hot. Like, that right there is what you need to do in order for dudes to pay attention to you. I was like, all right, cool. The feedback from a dude is all I need because I don't, like, for me, like, having sex is just, like, it's a intimate thing where, like, I don't necessarily need the intrusion of a camera. I, like, I kind of want to focus on the person that's in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I really honestly try to focus on the mood. A lot of folks yell at me when I'm on camera than not to, like, focus on the dick and look up at the camera and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, we have to see the eyes when you're sucking the dick. Right, right. right. That's important, yeah, because, apparently. Because you do not make a dick suck look sexy, baby. I'm just saying. You, you do right. a great job. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, I feel like I do a great job, but, like, they're like, remember that there's a camera there. So, yeah, I was like, okay, fair enough. So, so with the now with the paid gigs, um, 
Did a lot of pay gigs, did you know the talent before you shot with it, or was it you were meeting them when you got there? Uh, and if that was the case, how did you handle it differently? Because sometimes with paid gigs, you don't you have to develop chemistry quickly because you're just meeting them and you ain't got that much time because you busy getting ready for the pictures, for the scene, makeup, hair, you get you get the gist, you know what I'm saying? Um, I actually recently had an issue on a shoot where like I I guess I should have met with the talent before I shot with them. Cause they were like, I wasn't feeling the vibe of to shoot with you. I was like, okay, were you not attracted to me? You could just say that. He's like, no, 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 no. It's just, just you know, I'm I haven't gotten to meet you. I'm usually a person who smokes and chills and vibes with somebody before. Like I, you know, I shoot with them. I was like, I understand that, cause like you know, every guy is different, mm -hmm. and um, you're not expected to just perform on cue. And I get that concept, so I'm like, I wasn't trying to rush him. I was trying to be patient about the situation, but it also made me realize that, like, when it comes to um, shooting with other people, I don't get to know them. Like, I'm there, I'm ready to shoot. I don't have to be attracted to you. I don't have to know you in order to, like, hey, I'm going to pretend that I like you for however long this shoot is and make it look good. That's how I feel in my mind that should go. Yeah, because to be honest with you, if you get to a certain professional level, there's going to be times where you're not going to have the time to, you ain't going to get to talk to them ahead of time, mm -hmm. um, depending upon the company that you shoot with, for, or what have you. So you have to be able to develop that chemistry quickly and be able to talk and communicate with the, the, the talent, right. um, what have you. Um, because it's kind of like with dudes, it's hard enough we walking in because you know he might be coming in off the strip of an argument with his girlfriend or some bullshit, and he got in there trying to keep it hard. <laughs> and that happened um, on a shoot where like the camera woman was crying because the guy that I was shooting with was cheating on her, and his dick wasn't getting hard while she was trying to get him hard for the shot, and it was it was a mess. And I was just like, I don't know how to take this. I'm just supposed to sit here. Wait for him to get ready. Wait, 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 yeah, I'm wait, supposed wait, to wait, wait for him to jizz on me. So I'm like, I'm going to... <laughs> so I'm just going to be patient and just let this all blow over. But like <laughs> watching drama happen and unfold in front of me is something I deal with on a daily basis. But I feel like <clears throat> for somebody who worked in customer service for the longest time, I feel like drama unfolds like every day. So like for me, it's just like, I'm dealing with a customer service situation. Like I'm supposed to sit here, be polite, wait for the thing to blow over them to, you know, get themselves together. And we move on with the situation. Like I'm really patient. So I don't feel like, um, I try not to have. Oh, too that's, that's, that's mind blowing that. Let me get this straight. Hold on. The camera woman uh -huh. was made to be male talent mm -hmm. because he cheated. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they were having a and all them was unfolded. Why y'all was shooting? I'm like sitting on the floor waiting for like the, she was supposed to be giving him head, and then she starts crying in the middle of the head, and I was just and, and, like, and okay? why was she giving him head? And, because he because he has to jerk off on top of me, and like they're married, so like they feel she feels comfortable doing it with him, and um, 
Like, they have this chemistry already, and I don't want to break that chemistry. I don't even think he's attracted to me again. Like I said, I'm here for the money. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I'm here waiting for them to, you know, get ready. And she starts bursting out crying. And I was like, in the middle of head? That's like, an, that's an awkward time to bust out crying. I'm all right. I was like, you okay? She's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And she just goes in the back and starts like wailing loud. And I was like, okay. Um, I'm, I'm just, I am totally speechless. That's, that's the first, ladies and gentlemen, that, <laughs> damn, that's, the only thing I got equivalent was when the husband of a girl I was shooting with said that the night before when they were having sex, she said my name. Now that, it, yeah, that was an awkward moment within itself. And that was the last thing I shot, that was the last weekend I shot with her too. I, oh. I predicted it. I predicted it. I said, no, we're we, we not working. I'm probably not be working with her. Well, because you were hitting it right. And he ain't. And that just told him. Just like, I wanted to. Well, by the way, if, if, she, if she was an escort and he was a pimp, a pimp husband. So every- <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting dynamic. Like, right there, all of it is just straight toxic. Did you expect that to really work out too well? The pimp and the escort. I, I just like it. All it takes is like the escort to kind of like find something that interests her more, and for the pimp, it really kind of just took her because he kind of takes money from her. Like now he lost his asset, so like without her, he's nothing, and that technically just kind of breaks the scale. There, it sucks. Yes, that lets you know the shit that I went through, people, in my fifteen years of being talented. And in the business now, <laughs> so um, so let's see. So you have worked with shoot her, um, like the videos I've seen. Yeah, you definitely do your thing. You know, I, yeah, I, I love working with shoot her. He's very like he critiques very well, um, and like he definitely gives pointers. Um, I there's nothing that like I don't go to him for, um, especially when it comes to like how to dress, how to uh, present myself on the camera. Definitely now that we've uh, been talking more, he's like, I looked at your Manny Vids account and I just had to say, your prices are too high. And I was like, oh, that's fair. Okay, love that criticism. Definitely go run with it. Um, that's fair. You know, anything like that. And I like his honesty. And um, I feel like to me, that is something that has been helping me um, get the bookings that I have. Um, yeah, the, because see, the, the thing about it is, if okay, if ladies, you gonna have your prices high. You have to give them product that speaks to that. Now, with you, I must admit, you have good product. Um, mm-hmm. um, one, it looks sexy, well shot. Um, you yourself, you understand what it means to be a sex symbol, mm-hmm. which has been mm-hmm. lost in this day and age. But I digress. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and everything. So it's kind of like with you, um, ladies, a lot of ladies don't understand how to work the camera. Um, and I see that from even from watching some of your trailers on you, you understand how to work the camera, even from a dick suck, even from fucking or what have you. Right. So, what are some of the things that you take into account when you get in front of that camera or what have you that helps you do that? That, 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 
Because understand, even though yes, we are fucking, and the sex is real, people. It's we we have to still be mindful of what we're doing because it's not about busting a nut. It's about making the people that's watching bust a nut. Okay, I'll shut up now. So I don't know. Um, anybody knows anything about face fucking? Um, mm-hmm. so like, there's always this one person, or there's like a couple people that I'll remember that will leave an impression on me sexually. So like, I'll be thinking about them while I'm having sex with whomever I'm with, especially if that's the newest person that I've shot with and I've never met them. We're beating off the spot. <clears throat> I even remember, um, you know, having to kind of just like think about how certain looks are going to look when I'm doing like shots with like glory hole shots. So like, if you're kind of, you don't have a guy there and you're only by yourself and you having to like make it look good, then you have to like thinking about, who would be enjoying it? Like the person in front of you, who do you think enjoys it the most? Like I think about the person that like turns me on the most. So like, you know, how much he would enjoy me stroking the tip of his dick or how much the shaft is gonna feel in my hand. And you know, the way he moans is like stuck in my head. So like, you know, that makes me like kind of bring energy into the scene is like, you know, I'm kind of face fucking whoever is in front of me. Like, you know, I'm thinking about somebody who really makes me feel. Oh, it's fellows. So many guys that shot with her. She was not thinking about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Sorry to let you know, buddy. You probably know that. Yeah, yeah. I'm killing it. She thinks about someone totally different. It's, it's all good. Is it? Hey, what 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 works to get you through it? That's what I said. What, I, that's what I say. You gotta fake it till you make it, right? Hey. Yeah. That's why I say sometimes it's okay to wear blue shoes, ladies and gentlemen. It's okay to eat blue shoes. <laughs> it's okay to eat blue shoes. <laughs> that's a new no, one. Gotta... Cause our job is to stay hard, so so we can make that scene pop. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. So now, all right. So when it comes to because you have done both professional shoots as well as content shoots. Speaking of mentality, walking in, uh, the, the difference, because it's like content is a little different than when you're doing an actual page shoot. Because page shoot has a different pressure that is. <coughs> right. Um, I feel like page shoots are a lot more concise and they. Um, they have a certain type of feel to them <clears throat> when you're walking into the room. It's like, you know, you have everybody who has like a vision of how that shot is going to be shot versus like sometimes when I walk into content trades, like the person is like on the spot thinking about what our scene is going to be. And that sometimes irritates me. But like I'm also there for like whatever the journey is, because, again, I'm also um, somebody who's pretty open minded. Like I want to try different things like I, I think I wanted to try wrestling, so, like, I'm open to different things to, you know, kind of be on everybody's channel. Like, I kind of want to be that type of chick who's like, why are you always popping up on my timeline? So, like, you know, um, weird shit that you search up, I kind of just want to be there for it. So even if that person um, is really just on that type of t- lifetime, I'm really here to listen to it. But when it comes to like being paid, like you have only one way of doing it. There's no deviating from it. It's always like cut and paste. And like, if you even 
go out of character for just a bit. They're a little irritated by it, but they kind of honestly, some of them like the a little bit of different flair because they're, you know, like viewers are watching it. They're not used to like someone going off script or whatever the situation is. But at the same time, it's, I hate that it's, it's kind of just like, hey, this is what the script is. We're not moving from it. Oh, no, I, no, I like little input when I used to record. Like, she she said something, well, whatever I say this, oh, fine, you know. Because <laughs> my shit was improv anyway. I want her to do it naturally. Right. How she would necessarily say it. She's just playing that character for that moment. Right, right. And I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, me talking and adding, like, my personality to a feel, like, I think at one shoot, I started cursing at them, and they asked me, like, didn't you wish that she went to, co- like, to, to school? And I was like, yeah, I did. I finished college. But I still did this anyway. And, like, you know got nutted on it was weird but like you know i definitely like enjoy the feel of just putting whatever spin i have onto it because i feel like just me having my personality is what has been getting me through it because i like feel like when you're in this industry you constantly are being compared to the next woman or the younger woman or like the other body that looks better than yours they're like are you gonna really make it because like you know, people only like you for a certain amount of time unless you got this. So you're always constantly in this mental state. Like, do you, are you really doing well enough? Are you doing um, so, like, you know, kind of just focusing on the fact that, like, I guess people enjoy a different feel. So I don't know. So, people, you know what time of show it is, right? It's the time of show where the pussies go dry, the dicks go limp. They talk about the business. So this is the unsexy part. This is we really talk business talk. And then we get to the fun stuff a little bit. So um <clears throat> so now you have your own content. Um you have your own sites, what have you. How often do you film to keep updated, to keep fresh stuff, or what have you? I try to film like maybe once or twice a week and then try to fit in like two shoots a day at least um I'm always busy so like it's very tough for me to kind of like on top of that I have to film around everybody else's schedule um Mm. so that's usually how I end up filming I kind of want to pick up that pace but like you know trying to find serious content creators and not people who are just like I just want to fuck and I'm like I'm I'm not I'm not here for that if you want to fuck we got we got a payment plan um that's we'll discuss that later but i'm not really focused on that type of behavior i'm really trying to focus on building something if i'm going to be in this situation i'm trying to like do it seriously that type of energy really um so anybody in my dm i'm kind of just like all right if you're serious we do a concentrate if you're actually in serious business we'll like discuss any type of um you know endeavors so so do you do so you do solo content, but you really focus more on the boy girl. I am focused on everything. Like I do, I like to say I'm pansexual. So like I focus on anything that like I would interest anybody who would be watching. So like, I think I just shot with a TS girl. Um, I have girl on girl content. Ooh. What? I said cool. Okay. All right. Oh no, um, no, no! I, I I like watching T.S. girl with a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's sexy. 
So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you know, it's, it's not for everybody. So I was like, I was like, did he say that? Oh no, that's not good. I, I was like, you know, waiting for that reaction. I'm sorry, I, like, girl, girl, girl to me is is boring if it ain't got a strap on the ball. In my opinion. Really? I mean, yeah. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I've watched it. <laughs> I can't watch it. Not no double side deal, no none of that shit. No. I need to strap on to come out. You can eat the pussy there and pay. I don't care. I need something to strap on. I just see some big dick energy going on here. I like that. I do like that for you, yes. So yes, I was um definitely messing around with TS girl. Um what else? Yes, I do a lot of girl on girl content. Um I think I was being strapped. I think I did one where like I've dominated another woman. I would like to do more domination of other women, but it's kind of hard to work with other women because that's either like they're on like I'm trying to get this bag, fuck you, I ain't trying to prop you up type energy, or like mm-hmm. you're scary, you're awkward, you're weird, I don't trust you, so I'm like I'm not gonna try to work with you. So I was like okay, so like you know it's it's a little bit of a back and forth. So I'm trying to find that one girl who's like yeah I'll work with you. We'll see. <laughs> Well, shoot. Well, I'm pretty sure you can run because because you up north, so everybody come that damn way, regardless at some point or another. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm I'm here and I'm ready. If you guys are in the city, you guys want to film with somebody. I think I'm pretty awesome. I think I adjust to anybody's situation. If you don't like to be dominated, I adjust to being a sub. If you like to be dominated, I adjust to being a dom. You know. It is what the situation is, but like you know, it's a matter of like you gotta trust me, and we gotta see where the. I guess a lot of it is just about a vibe, and you know, women like to be or like to film who what they're comfortable with, so that's fine. Yeah, because um, with you, like I think you pretty much handle your your uploading, your editing, and all that, mm-hmm. and stuff, and um. With everything that you're going on, how do you kind of like find the time for the intricate shit of doing this? The uploading, the downloading, the It's not that. I feel like, you know, you just got to put aside the time. I have like, you know, space between the day when I'm getting up, when I'm smoking, I have an opportunity to Mm -hmm. upload something or to edit something. Um, It shouldn't be that hard because I went to school for it. So like, you know. It's just a matter of like, you know, putting together the attention span um, to do it. So I think a lot of folks have a hard time just posting and posting consistently. And I think when I first started, that was my issue because A, I think I was scared of what people would think about my content as well as my family um, and the energy surrounded around that. So I think that's why I posted less, but I think now that I'm getting older and into it, I'm like, I don't really care what they think. It's kind of like, you know, are they really paying my bills? And, you know, that's yeah, yeah, my mama said best, don't be sharing anything you got to do to feed your family. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I think my, I'm afraid my dad's going to find it the most because they think he's going to be devastated. That man, for some reason, can't even get over the fact that, like, I even have sex. So, like, I don't see that conversation going well at Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> I remember he like didn't even talk to me for like a good three months when I first kissed a boy, and I was like, "Are you serious?" Like he yeah, did. Yeah, your, your dad didn't serious, girl yeah. dad. Yeah, no, my dad, my dad was 
he's something else. Oh my God. So yeah, my dad is not the type of guy who like, if I brought a dude home and acknowledge you, you would have to kind of just come correct. That's the type of energy he brings. So like, you know, the fact that- it's daddy's little girl, that's why. Uh, yeah, I'm not his little girl. I'm his what? His oldest. So I'm not his little girl anymore. But, but in his mind, you daddy's little girl. It don't matter yeah. if you're the oldest or youngest. You're talking no. to a girl dad right here. No, we need to get over that. Your little girl's grown up and <laughs> being a pinup. <laughs> <laughs> so shoot. So um, now you mentioned, like I said, you you into bombing. Um. Of course, I think yes, you do do anal. Am I correct? I do. I did anal with Brickzilla recently. That was fun. Damn. <laughs> it was like a straight silence. Like that's how I felt when I was like, hold I on, hold on. I was gonna be <laughs> filming with him that day. That's it. Let's unpack that because see, as everybody knows that listen to the show, girls just don't walk on set and they just take it in the ass. It's some prep. And this is Brickzilla. The name speaks to side. So how much prepping and how different prep did you do for this motherfucker? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> I'm thinking back to it. And question went terrible. <coughs> Hold on to recovery. That's <coughs> yeah, some good weed, ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> Guys, check out PU in Brooklyn. Not a plug, but yeah. Um. So yes, uh, I didn't prep. I went in there, was like, all right, we're gonna just do this scene. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just gonna go in. He's just gonna do a few anal scenes for like an hour. I was like, an hour with that dick. I'm like, and he didn't really use that much lube. He was like, yeah, maybe I should use lube. I was like, you really should. That thing is huge. And I'm dying thinking about it because, like, him trying to, like, put it in hurt him because my asshole is too tight. And it was just, it was trying to stretch. I felt like I was tearing. He was just like, yo, bro, like, you need to, I'm like, are you relaxed? I'm like, yes, I'm relaxed. This is, your dick just doesn't fit in here. He's like, I'm gonna get it in. And he did. And I was scared because, like, shit came out. There were some times that we had to, like, stop the scene to just wipe up and do stuff. I was like, bro, I didn't prep for this. I probably should have, but, like, I think I was scared. <laughs> so, like, you know, I was like, I'm just going to go in there and wing it, and hopefully I'm high enough to kind of just deal with it. But I really wasn't, and shit was painful, but, like, I kind of just powered through it. And um, he wasn't able to come because, like, apparently the hole was too tight. And, like, he wasn't able to get a good enough friction, so, like, he had to kind of do one of those, uh, afterward things. And that was how that ended. And as y'all can hear, it doesn't always go well on set. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. It happens. <laughs> they think every time you go on set, God, they go, it's, it's on point. The sex is great. You know, I even asked him, I was like, do you, do you orgasm doing scenes? It depends you know? on the person, if they're doing a good job. Like, you know, if I've squirted, and if there's some guys who are like, bro, you, I didn't make you squirt, did you actually come? I was like, yeah, there's a difference between coming and squirting. 
if you could happen to make me do both, you, you did a great job. You did an awesome job. Now, if you just made me come, you still did a good job, and I may still come back, you know? Um, you know, it all depends on how big that O was. <laughs> so, you know, that's how I'll kind of take it. It's yeah, kind because, of like a, I mean, a it, it might put it this way. Truth be told, business-wise, it ain't about her come. You know, so now get you down. If you're able to get her to orgasm on the scene, it's a good look on camera because some of y'all females orgasm is just beautiful. The, the shaking, the shivering, depending on what position it's they're like, in. Oh, it's like the eyes rolling. The looks on their face. It looks kind of like zombified. I'm like, oh, this is so. I don't know if you ever see those type of porn, and I skipped right past it where it looks like she's just faking it just because, like, you know, she thinks a guy would like it type of feeling. So it kind of just looks like a. She looks possessed instead of like actually like you know I'm like I'm actually convulsing. This this dick was pretty amazing type of feel like you know that difference, like where she's actually shaking and where she's like oh no like this looks cute for somebody they may like that. So, so shoot so, um how much do you focus on the picture side of things, um, the photos side of things, um because I, yeah because I. It, it, the reason why I say this is because a lot of times ladies don't realize the importance of having the professional pics, the pics, the shoots. You working with shoot her, he's one of them guys that 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 come up with killer images to shoot, what have you, and pics. How much do you focus on that side of it? Um, I'm trying to switch it up, so therefore, like, I'm doing more of it. I understand how it's really important. Um, I believe, I think I got the idea from horrible decisions where I was like watching uh, Wheezy do it all the time so I was like all right let me try to like kind of jump on that bandwagon again like I don't know what I do so like again I'll mimic other girls until I like figure out what the fuck yeah because it's it's, it's I, I didn't tweet when I said this I said I just be people know I don't put no punches and and and, and I keep it 100 I hate when I go down the feed and I see nothing but the fuck pictures fuck pictures I don't see no professional picks because even you mentioned Wheezy. I'm a huge Wheezy and Mandy B fan. I call them my pod mommies because I learned the game from them. Horrible decisions. Yes. They yes. need to put some respect on them ladies' names. They were doing it in ways that some of these ladies are doing it now. But anyway, I was listening to them like way back in 2016, and that's like kind of what got me leading to radio and doing like sexual education on my radio show. So I was like, mm-hmm. they were the dopest. Um, but yeah, go ahead, continue. Yeah, and they make it a point they had the professional looking pics, looking sexy the whole nine. Because the thing of it is, is makes the lady look even more important. And right. two, also marketability. Mm-hmm. Because let's keep it one hundred. He says you've been a fan. Mandy went from having black hair to now having short blonde hair, and she's on BET, MTV. <laughs> She had short hair before that, actually. Like, I don't know if yeah. you see, like, the pictures she took when she was a bartender. Um, like, she had, like, these sexy pics where she was just, like, isolated in the white. She had short hair then. So, like, you know, she was still stutting it, rocking it then. But I think she only kind of, like, did the long hair thing because, like, I guess the rapper dude she was dealing with was into it. I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember that guy. <laughs> yeah, they, they, had, they had a different bays. Hospital bay. Oh, this bay. felon bay. I freaking love it. Felon bay. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I 
Yeah. Oh my God. So so now you just ain't gonna escape out the fact you just said you had a radio show. So tell everybody about your radio show. Yeah, she so, does more than stuff dick and take dick, people. She she actually really know how to spit on the mic. So go ahead. <laughs> so yeah, so I've been doing college radio since maybe uh twenty one. So it's probably mm. like seven years now. Um and <sighs> I honestly just do it for fun. I did it um, just doing production work at first. So, like, I would just do things like jingles and liners and write it for the shows um, that would air. And then he was like, oh, you have a good radio voice and you got a good personality. Why don't you just try for hosting? I was like, no, I'm a dork. I, I just should sit in the back and just chill. And he's like, no, just try it. So I was like, okay. Um, so I started doing that. And then I started doing, like, the morning shows. And then I decided that I wanted to do my own show. So I used to have, like, people like Planned Parenthood um, was another place that came in. Safe House. I've had different mm. communities, people from the LGBTQ community come and talk about their stories. Um, I've had people like Sex with Ashley come on and talk to me about, like, you know, the different sex, different dildos you can buy if you're just starting off with sex. Um, so just kind of like educating a really wide ass school um, about sexual education. And it was very tough because like I would go back and forth with my boss about like the words I could use. Like I couldn't use boobies. <laughs> I was like, this is so stupid. And I couldn't use like vag because that was like a slang word for the word vagina. But I couldn't say the word vagina because it was off-putting. Yeah, that cocksucker. You, you can say cock and you can say sucker, but you can't say cocksucker. Yeah, but then, then, then that was all the things that, like, used to just, we would fight about, and, like, I was just like, look, maybe I should just kind of take this off the air and, like, figure out my own stuff, but then the kind of pandemic hit, and I didn't have the studio to access anyway, so I was like, let me just, you know, focus on the porn thing right now, and then, like, kind of just build up my money and go back to it later. Well, I mean, it, it, it's always podcast. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was like, I should just do my own podcasting and, um, you know, just line up different people because, like, I've already met a lot of different talent. And I was like, why don't I just utilize this time to just have conversations? And I was like, because I'm, like, kind of yeah, unorganized at this point. Because to me, it, the more of us that have it, the more that people that's coming in can come in the right way. We won't have situations of you know, disrespect and stuff like that because it's hard enough that motherfuckers don't, even though it's normalized to watch but not normalized to be. Mm -hmm. right. You know, and even though, and what's funny is even though the celebrities will jump on our bandwagon real quick and try to do what we do to make a quick little bag. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, like, I feel like when celebrities do it, they kind of do it half-assed and they're just like, you know, they don't really they just have, like, no heart to it. Like, I feel like, again, when it comes to... when it, And even with radio, like, we're having, like, meetings or, like, we have, like, these yearly meetings about <clears throat> how radio evolves over time and how we should, you know, change up the way we speak and the way we mm -hmm. market to the public because, like, our the attention span of whatever whoever's listening has changed because, you know, we either been stuck on devices and, like... Um, we're used to like that one second, one minute, everything and information needs to be 
right there right now or like somebody's going to lose attention so um you know kind of learning ways to market yourself in that situation and we kind of forget that like we don't have a personality and people turn it off when like it seems to be repetitive and a lot of these shows are losing these like top executives because the younger folks are not relating to them anymore Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, you constantly have to find something to kind of just, you know, grab somebody's attention. And it could also cause a burnout. So, like, you know, also trying to remind yourself that, like, where do you take breaks in between? Because, like, I've seen dudes, like, you know, have a freak out because they're about to lose the bag because they can't come right now. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, tr- trust me on this. Um, this game is mental. Right. Um as much as people don't realize how much it is, there's a mental prep, there's a physical prep for doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, guys making mistakes. They all done it. Right. And you have to learn. Don't fuck for a week or two. <laughs> I've actually had that conversation with a friend. They're like, bro, it, not working. <laughs> I was like, you No, no, because see, because see, no, nah, let's keep it 100. To change this business, you have to change your sex life. Mm-hmm. No one really want to talk about it. you. It ain't just who you necessarily fuck, but also your sex life. Because right. especially a man, our job is we have to stay hard, pop on cue. We may have to shoot multiple scenes within that day. Right. You know? Um, so because of that, you got to build up nut. You can't sit there and let your wife suck you off the night before you have a fucking shoot. And then think your ass is going to motherfucking last. Or you're going to go strong or what have you. Not every dude is a hypersexual strong dude like that. Right. That's why I said, even though it was, I would, it's not a joke when I said blue chew or those little pills or what have you. It's nothing to do with erectile dysfunction. It's nothing against that man's ego. It's, especially if you getting paid to do this, because y'all don't get paid unless the director yell cut. See, that's what people got twisted too. Mm-hmm. They don't get paid before people. So if he don't pop, Mm -hmm. nobody gets paid. Mm -hmm. I mean, and they might still be nice enough and pay, or they might figure out a fake or what have you. But the main thing is he has to pop. And the director says, cut. Right. And and like he either lost like a good chunk of his check just now. Like I think um I actually had that scenario happen to me where like I think the person who was managing me at the time, he is no longer my manager, by the way, um, basically, like, did not tell the person that I was shooting with that I was on my period and that the person I'm subbing with, um, she apparently got pregnant in, in the middle of the shoot and I was just an extra and they just brought me in and I was like, you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm literally on my period. I can't really, you know, do an anal scene or do a certain scene that you want and... Um, we're going to have to cut that. And the guy and him went back and forth over the fact that, like, I'm going to have a significant pay decrease to my check because of the fact that we can't get this shot. And I was okay with it, but this man was not. So he kept, like, arguing with him back and forth. And I'm like, you're going to ruin the situation for me in the future because you're arguing with him over something you should have kind of communicated with him beforehand. And that, on top of that, kind of just like, ruins the situation between me and the manager because it means it seems like I'm being deceptive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, see, 
But even though it was big time Hollywood, let me tell you what they did. They would reach in the bag and pass you a soft cup and said, be ready in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they ain't going to want to hear, I, I, you know, it ain't comfortable. No, we ain't hearing that. No, they told me I got to put sponges. Actually, no, the, the process was is that I had to take a douche, squeeze it up there so it freezes the cells for a mm-hmm. little bit, and then I'm supposed to put a sponge up there. Now, I had to go to the gynecologist later that week because I wasn't sure that thing was out afterwards. I was nervous, and I went up to that lady, and I told her that there was a sponge in my pussy. You need to take it out right now. And she was asking me how it got there, and I told her, please don't ask these questions. I already answered your stupid list. Go look at the list. We're not answering these questions right now. Go look at the list. I checked the box. Go look at the list. Just look down there. Take it out if it's there. She's like, This is not about you being nosy, bitch. Right. This is exactly how that conversation went. And she just looked at me, rolled her eyes, and just did her thing and let me go. But I was like, you know what? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it'll be situations like that, like, where, you know, I, I, I got to take a pay cut. And I'm cool with it. But, like, at the same time, like, those conversations, like, you know, it could be nerve-wracking, especially the person who's like, I'm really trying to get that bag. That $500 that you just it's- took away. That meant a lot. That was my thing. That's the reason why producers never talk to the girls directly then through a third party. Because in that situation, you might could have expressed that to them, and then they would have figured out, okay, wait, then she just do a BJ scene and titty fucking. And she, she, you still probably got the bag versus the third party. He's more concerned about trying to get his bag. Mm. And he's like, fuck it. You know, it's that's why I tell uh, females a lot of times is that you have to be smart. It's it's actually fucking common sense. Mm-hmm. You have to just be smart in your movements. You know, period. Because at the end of the day, the only reason why you got fucked over is because you didn't walk into it logically with a business mind state. The pussy got wet because it was just male time and you been goddamn motherfucking playing with your coochie wig for the damn longest. And then you get mad when you sit here screaming that why well, I ain't got my content, but your dumb ass didn't think to bring a flash drive or a hard drive or a laptop. That's true. USB cord. That's true. <laughs> now I have a question, like rebuttal question, and I ask other people on sheets is like, is it okay to ask the producer when you sign like when you sign the contract to ask for your videos? And ask for like the full cut, not just like a teaser. Okay. Um, you talking about content trade, right? Right, not just content trade. Like if you're getting paid for that. Okay, 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 okay. okay. And you ask for the video from that. You say paid what? <laughs> you're getting paid, and you have to sign a contract. Okay, you getting paid. All right, let me make this. Okay, let's break this down, people, so she can understand this. If I pay you, technically you get nothing because I paid you. What? Why would I give you pictures, videos, stuff that I just paid you for your time mm-hmm. for me to have this exclusive? I don't have to pay you royalties or worry about you taking the shit, dropping it tomorrow before I can. Right. Technically, you're not supposed to get anything. Now, if they give you a trailer to be nice, that's fine. Or they might give you 
like in the case of Busted Baby Doll, she used to give the girls a uh, a link where they can go in. They might can, you know, take the picture, what have you, but they can't download download the video, no shit. You get where I'm coming from? Yes. Yeah, content should get it same day, raw and uncut. Raw and uncut. That means so that you can cut it the way that you want to. That's no different than like that's pictures as well as video. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if he can't give it to you that day, y'all need to discuss a way that he can give it to you and give it to you in a reasonable time. But preferably, you want to get it same day. See, the beauty of you having to shoot her is if he shoots it, you know you got it because that's your man. He, yeah, yeah. He's no, right I mean, there. He's I've right shot there. with him for like a year now. I've been doing this mm-hmm. for like a year and a half. So, like, yeah, he's yeah. pretty much. You get what I'm saying? So. That's the difference, but paid no, you you get nothing. No. Okay. <laughs> no, that's something I wanted to clarify. It was a conversation that I had with somebody else, and I was like, I mean, like, let's just clear it up. Like, let's see whatever anybody else thinks about that because I think that since I already got paid for it, like that's from 2010 to 2023. Just like that absurd notion, paid content trade. You either doing a content trade or you getting paid for the same. Right. It's because even the reason why I say that because it is women is going to make money off the scene. There's nothing you can do about that, fellas. If me and her do a scene, she's going to outsell me. Facts. Facts. So you might as well deal with that within the culture. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So. If you do not deal with that, you don't want to deal with that fact that she probably make more money off the scene than you might want to pay her for the shoot. If not, content trade, you just, you walking away with the content. You know, period. Right. She supposed to get the same day at the same time as you. Raw and uncut. It's not supposed to be when he edited it. Now, if he chooses to send you the edited version down the line, that's fine. But the day you walk out that door, you supposed to have that content. Okay. You know, period. Just like if Get now, unless y'all, you have some motherfucker to be, might ask you, or y'all might come to a handshake of when you post release it, that's fine. That's between you and the person you're doing the content trade with. But I, yeah, there's plenty of people who have flaked out on me, and I'm like, okay, so am I getting my video? No answer? All right, that's fine. Okay. I guess. Uh, because it's just, just the age, it's no way in hell he can't give it to you the same day. No, I mean, I, I, I've i never had it the same day, to be honest. I feel like people usually like to put their watermark on it. You know, they wanted to edit certain scenes so it looked a little bit better before you got it. Um, so, like, you know, I'd probably get it maybe a couple, few days, like a week later, something like that. I mean, don't get it twisted if, if they good with the edit, like, like, my, like my cameraman used to edit mine a little bit, too. I wasn't mad at it. I said, well, shit, you edited the way I would have edited it in the first place, so let's go. Okay. I ain't worried about nothing but trailers. Right. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. So, shoot, no. But here's one thing I do. I want to see you some more heels, though. Okay. All right. That's fine. I could definitely buy more heels. My Ooh, issue is... I want to see the sexy legs, the sexy legs and heels. Okay. That's fair enough. I, I definitely got to take more pictures in heels. I, I think... Because like I tower every over everybody in my stripper heels, 
So like I don't mm. for clarification, I'm like five eight. So in heels I look like six. Oh yeah, I knew you were tall. Yeah, See, I, I like I like. So tall. like and a lot of dudes so that I stick with are like five foot six. So they're like, bro, bitch, come down a little bit. You too tall. Yeah, they, they, they caught my attention. I like I love tall women. Yeah, yes. And I, please. I definitely like to ride me any type of man. Like, I, I don't discriminate. So, like, you know, if you could bend it over and work me, we, we definitely got game. Shit. I, I cut my teeth and made too much money damn handling the business on BB Dub. So, shit. That ain't, ain't nothing. Okay. That ain't nothing. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my God! So I didn't held your sex ass up here on for an hour, and we we got a lot more to talk about. Cause like I said, I mean she's a multifaceted lady. Oh yes. And um, you know she got to come back. So with that being said, can I call you a smoke butter baby? Of course. Y'all heard it. She'll be back here on the smokers lounge, and we're gonna bring her into the premium smoke room. Y'all know what it is. Gets more wilder, more candid, more crazy. Tits come out, popsicles might go oh, in the so mouth. Oh, so can't bring out tits now? Okay, I'm just, okay, let me Oh, no, 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 no. You can jiggle them, but in the premium smoke room, she can pull them out. But the only way you're going to see it, on Spotify, anywhere else. There ain't nowhere else. On Spotify. Okay. only way you're going to see it is subscribe. $4.99 a month at premium smoke room. Five premium podcasts we you enjoy. And like I said, next time y'all see her, she's going to be in the premium smoke room, and she's going to show her them beautiful titties. Yes. See, she bite her turn TV. She bite a little bit of everything. Just think about it like, yeah, yes. daddy want to put him out now. <laughs> I'm a nasty bitch. You don't know. See, but I, I like women like that, though. They the most fun. Dale pute sucia. Mmm. See, mommy. Mm. So with that being said, tell everybody where they can spin that dinero on your sexy ass. <laughs> Um, so my OnlyFans is at Roxy the Succubus, um, as well as my lonely, ah, my lonely fans, because <laughs> right now I just started it. It's loyal fans also is Roxy the Succubus, um, and I think that's about it. I think my PayPal's Rocky Lee Styles. If you want to drop a tribute, if you want to help a sister out, get them heels because stripper heels are like sixty dollars out of the bills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tribute over to Rocky Styles, Rocky Lee Styles. Yeah, that's the right plug. And um, yeah, that's all my plugs. See, there you go, people. So there you go. And I can't wait to bring her back because we're going to have a lot of fun with her. We're going to bring her back a lot because I know the fans are going to want to see more of that succubus, you know. And I always wanted to fuck a succubus, I swear. I feel your soul. You didn't see my videos? That's like my signature move. I suck your soul out. So with that being said, people, <laughs> life is learned experience. What's the point of the experience you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Say goodbye, baby, to the Bye. smokers. Bye, everybody. <laughs>